This is Ashley. And this is Katie Ray. And this is The Mom Stuff. Hey y'all, welcome back. We um, are chilling. Yeah, with wine again. So Easter's coming up. Like soon, and I didn't know that Easter was like later this year. Yeah, I mean it's different every year. Right, but... and I know that it's different. Like my brain knows that it's different <laughs> every year. But then, like, they still advertise okay, well, for Easter at the mind, same time. Yeah, what blows my mind is my husband doesn't know which holidays are different every year and which ones are the same every year. <laughs> like, he'll ask me, when is St. Patrick's Day this year? March 17th. The same it is every single year. <laughs> and then he'll be like, and what day is Thanksgiving again? I'm like, that one changes every year. Like, he, <laughs> I, it blows my mind that he doesn't know these things. Random oh fun God. fact about my husband. I cannot I even. Um, um, no, so like the problem with me not realizing that it was later this year is because like. You already bought everything for his Easter basket. Because people are advertising oh, that I crap know. early. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my God, I need to do that. I need to do that. And then I was like, dude, I have like a whole month. Yeah, which is why we're talking about it right now. Because you still have like, what, a week and a half, two weeks-ish yeah. to go buy stuff if you haven't already. If you do Easter baskets, you totally don't have to. Each to their own. Yeah. Um, But... So you are doing one. I am doing one for the this twins This is their also. first Easter basket. Yes. Their Ooh. very first Easter. So Ashra has a really bougie pottery barn Easter basket. Okay. So I was going to order one of those, but haven't yet. A little too late now. But there's a place in Lubbock. <gasps> Stop. I saw this the other day and I'm so upset that I... Your friend Haley posted and i've it. never seen or heard of this store Same. before i followed them and then i realized they already followed me and i was like what the heck i feel so bad why have i not known these people exist and so obviously we're like pre-recording this episode it's not coming out today on tuesday like like it airs or whatever but um i think i'm gonna go ahead or well i think i'm i'm thinking about ordering one if i don't do it this year i'm definitely gonna do it next year and I'll just do, like, something, whatever. Because they can't walk around and, like, pick up Easter eggs this year. So, they don't really need anything other than a basket. Right. That's how Asher was last year, for sure. So, yes, I've already bought a few things. So far, I got them um, each, like, a beach towel. Because, so, we live on the lake and plan on going on the boat a lot this summer. Um, so I got them each a beach towel. I got them each like a little wooden Montessori toy. I got them some teethers. Um, they both have an Easter book. Oh my gosh. And then I freaking got them the cutest bucket hats. Stop. I love it. Uh, they have smiley face on them. They're precious. Um, matching. Yeah, obviously. Well, hers is pink and his is white. Okay. But like matching. Yeah. Same other than that. Um, and then that's all I've got so far, but I'm going to throw in probably some other things. I don't know. I like have, I have a problem with like overdoing it on things like this. I, okay, that is one of my like love languages though. I gift giving. Yes. I love to give gifts. Like it's a problem. I love to do it to it. Bailey's always like, I think that's enough. Like they don't need anything else. And I'm like, no, they need more. And so do these people and these people and these, (laughs) like I, it's bad. Like, I would spend all our money on making gift baskets if I could. Yeah, so Asher, I guess, like, his first Easter basket was a lot like that, you know? Like, yeah. 
there was a stuffed like dinosaur in it, maybe. Yeah. Easter books, teething crackers. Yeah. Yeah, my mom literally I talked to her today and she was like, Are are they gonna get a chocolate bunny? Like everybody has to have a chocolate bunny and I'm uh, like Um, well, the Easter bunny I know said that they're not getting a chocolate bunny, but I guess if uh Granny B and Granddad have a chocolate bunny they can lick it but that's about it <laughs> yeah that's like yeah I got Asher like this really bougie Easter basket from Pottery Barn and it is really cute and it has like floppy ears and it's embroidered but it is too big for him to carry mm-hmm. and that's the one he got last year so this year his like Easter stuff will come in that um but my sister-in-law was at the Dollar Tree to be honest mm-hmm. and she found like a felt cloth like shark easter basket that was so cute because he i mean he does love baby shark the song and i told her she could get it for him if she wanted to so she did and that's what he'll use to like get eggs get eggs because he can kind of now this year he'll be able to right hunt to an extent um yeah the twins will just be like crawling around which Knox has a serious problem of stealing toys right now from cody so that's fun on a side note, but I told my mom, I was like, they'll probably, or we'll probably just have to lay them out and Knox will go around and scoop them all up and pile them so that Cody and then my nephew Easton, so that they, he, none of them can get them. Like Knox is just going to be a little squirrel and like stockpile them all. Yeah. His first Easter, I got him like two Easter books, a stuffed dino, some like new bibs, a couple of toys and like bath toys. Yeah. And then like teething crackers too for like I don't know I guess like a sweet snacky yeah. thing I was going to get them some like new cute sunglasses but they both have sunglasses already and they like Knox refuses to wear them he just wants to eat them Cody will wear them and like chill if she's in the mood but it very depends on the on the mood um but I posted a um post on my Instagram the other day about getting babies to wear sunglasses like how do you do it how do you do it consistently where they do it because like I don't want their eyeballs to have that much sun so if you have any tips please go comment on my Instagram on my personal Instagram um and let me know because I want them to have cute sunglasses but they don't like to wear them (laughs) which again it's a baby thing you know nobody probably knows but if you have a tip or trick let me know um so this well wait this year for asher's basket oh yeah gosh no i was gonna i had an easter question oh but go ahead and say that he is going to get so now that he's like almost pretty much toddler age i got him um like a religious easter book that's called like good night god or something Uh and then i got him like an easter themed book that's like cute about the easter bunny or something and then I got him Melissa and Doug has love um, that brand yeah I know I love them and like I wanted him to have like magnets for the fridge Uh like to play with and I felt like the plastic ones were like not age appropriate for him right now the plastic like ones we're used to right so Melissa and Doug has wooden letter ones that are really good and they also make like not just wooden letter ones but wooden animal ones yes and wooden like like a farm set. I am pro the wooden toys. Well, the wooden magnets, like, they're just more age appropriate. And they do say two plus, but 
they're big and like he's he, almost two. I well, mean. there's nothing's a choking hazard. Like right. they're very age appropriate where he can play with them. And um, today at the Target like dollar spot, I did find some like little baby sunglasses that I'm gonna try. Okay. And I'm gonna put those in there, and I'll usually do like some of his favorite snacks. But yeah. this year I am gonna have like some eggs. So I, my plan is to get like some plastic eggs and put. Things in him that he likes. Cute. Which is more now like goldfish. Yeah. Or like anything that he can take a bite out of. Yeah. I can give him as long as it's like not too hard. Um, Obviously, we don't let him have like a ton of candy or anything. You know, we probably should have pre-warned this episode. Um, I don't know if anybody out there listens to our podcast in front of your children. (laughs) But we probably should have told you, like, don't listen to this in front of them. Oops, sorry. Um, We'll add it at the beginning. Oops. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I can edit that. Um, But anyways. But, yeah, no. um, And then as far as him, like, this year is the year he's going to get to hunt eggs. But, like, he is an only child and, like, doesn't really. Yeah. His cousin is, like, 11. Yeah. So, I mean, his cousin's the sweetest with him. Only right. wants to play with him. Like, you literally don't even have to tell him, like, hey, go entertain your cousin. Like, he's all about it. Yeah. So, I don't really think that'll be an issue. Like, he'll probably just help him, like, go get eggs. And I, I don't know. I guess we'll put, like, goldfish in them or, like, Cheerios okay. or, like... So... I don't know what I think we'll this literally might be just my family. But we, growing up, had the tradition that we would write the Easter Bunny a letter. Did you ever do that? No. My Easter Bunny basket just showed up on my bed in the morning. Okay. We wrote the Easter Bunny a letter and told him that... Okay. So, the Easter Bunny hid our baskets. What? And so, we had to write him a letter the night before telling him how hard we wanted them to be hidden. Because there were four of us growing up. Like, I'm the oldest and I have three younger brothers. We're all like two years apart. And... So we would say like, oh, you know, once we got like older and like we're into like hide and seek and things like that, we're like, we want you to hide it really hard. Like we, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so, um, yeah, we would write a letter to the Easter Bunny and tell him like how hard we wanted him to hide our Easter basket. And I remember one year he hit it so hard that none of us could find it. I don't, I don't Stop. Think, yeah, I don't think it was my Easter basket. It was one of my brother's. But it was in the washing machine. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was, like, a fun little tradition we did. And I I feel like that made it fun, like, as you got older. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just, yeah. like, oh, you know, there it is, and we hunt Easter eggs or whatever. It was, like, that was something that was, like, fun as an older kid. Like, obviously, when you're little, like, you don't like did didn't y'all... do that because we couldn't yeah no you know right find it it was just like oh like we hope you come and I can't even remember what else we wrote in the letter that's just what I remember the most about writing so did y'all our big thing growing up was like the big gathering to like dye the easter eggs uh, my mom always did them with us like the day or a few days before because she always liked to like make the deviled eggs with like not fresh ones, like cold ones that had been in the refrigerator. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we would dye them and then, um, 
I mean, I don't, we maybe sometimes hunted the dyed ones. We did hunt the dyed ones. We did every now and then, but most of the time it was just for us to decorate. And then my mom made like the deviled eggs out of those. And then we had like the plastic eggs with like candy or money or whatever inside. Right. And we always, like my cousins would always come over and we would typically always have like, you know, a couple Easter eggs that had like big money in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Reese's mom till this day has a giant yellow egg because her favorite color is yellow uh-huh. and she hides it somewhere in her house and it's between like me, Reese, his sister and brother uh-huh. and like whoever finds the egg gets like the big money. How on, much is in it? I can't remember. It's like $20 or something, Aww. but like it's still fun. Yeah. Like, okay. So being fun as an adult, um, my parents a couple years ago, we didn't go home for this, but they did it with their friends and my brother's. Um, like every adult brings like a six pack of something (laughs) and somebody goes and hides it all. And then you use your like little six pack container as like your Easter basket. And then you go and find like, you know, whatever drinks, whatever. And you make your own little six pack. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And so my mom this year was like, I, you know, if all of y'all are going to be home for Easter, I think we're going to do that. So I'm like, oh, great. What wine comes in a six pack? Because I like beer. You got to do the little... (laughs) The little ones. Yeah, but those I don't like. They're, they're like the cheap gross Yeah, they're wine. not usually good. Yeah, so I'm going to have to be real creative. No, like the... I'll post a picture when Easter comes to let y'all know what I come up oh, with. Oh, they come in a box, not a six-pack container. Okay, no, 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 no. I have an idea. You'll bring like seltzers or whatever that you I like. I like seltzers. Okay. I'm telling you, I'm bougie when it comes to... But drinking. have you ever had like the babe wine that's in the yeah, can? don't like them. <gasps> I love those. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm telling you, I'm going to come up with something bougie, I'm sure, and I'll post it and let everybody know. You're going to have to sure pre-bottle you're... some sangria or yeah. something. Make it on your own. <laughs> Make it my own. Stomp some But no, the only the thing that I'm like struggling with is like with him hunting plastic eggs. Yeah. Like, I don't know, A, what to put in them, but then I'm also like... Goldfish. Yeah, just do goldfish. Like, It'll just, be fine. you know, like... Goldfish or, yeah. Like Cheerios. Yeah, goldfish, Cheerios. Graham crackers. Or puffs. I mean, yeah. any of those little snacky things is probably great. I know. And then I could also, like, just put nothing in it because, like, he's not going to freaking care. Yeah. He's like, you know? Yeah. He's not going to be like, man, there's not candy in this one. Yeah, 100%. So, okay, uh, so this is not an Easter episode. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> it's been a while here of us ranting about this. But we are actually going to talk about traveling. Which also goes with Easter because a lot of people are going to travel yeah. for the holiday. Yeah, so traveling with babies, um, toddlers, you know, just uh, twins, all of that in general. So we kind of wrote down like a list of questions um I so for spring break that was you know a few weeks ago I on my personal Instagram had um some people ask me questions and so I did like a Q&A there and so we pulled some of those questions from that and then um just some other things we thought about to kind of help people out and share our experience tips tricks all that stuff so the first thing was how old were the babies when first went on a trip? And I guess I can start there. Um, the twins were a little over a month old. I think I looked it up and it was like a month and 10 days. And we went to my parents. So that's like five-ish hours away. And so we went by car, traveled, 
to them and they really slept the whole way. I mean, that young, like we said in the last episode, they sleep like all the time. So, and really they have slept the whole time on all of our trips until really spring break. Cody has kind of gotten to where she's like over the car seat. Yeah, which, I mean, they'll, like, be awake and play sometimes, but she's gotten to the point where it's, like, she just screams and wants out of that thing. Like, she's over it. And what's so funny is our pediatrician told us at our, um, like, two-month appointment, I asked her, I was like, we want to go to Riodosa, which is, like, higher in elevation. It's kind of mountains. Um, you know, are they okay to take to a different elevation? And she was like, oh, yeah. She was like, travel as much as you want. Um, before their six months, they love the car seat. So if you can travel as much as you can in that time, then do it because, you know, they love it and it's fine and you're able to do it. And she was like, after that, some babies just don't like car seats anymore. And we have been so good until I guess they hit the 10 month mark and Cody's kind of over it, but we're just keep, we keep doing it thinking that she'll be okay. I mean, she's in an everyday for daycare, so. She'll get used to it. Yeah, she's fine. So how Um, old was Asher on his first trip? So I actually posted our first road trip. I was going by myself because like Reese was at work and Mm -hmm. I was going to spend like several days at my mom's on the last end of my maternity leave before I knew I had to go back to work. Okay. So, um, we, my mom lives in San Angelo. So Lubbock to San Angelo is about two and a half hours, two hours and 45 minutes. It literally took me three and a half to four hours. I'd say, so your first trip you went by yourself. Yeah. That's crazy. But what at I, at least it was somewhere close. It was, ish. but, but what I will say is that I, um, did not pump on the go on that trip. Um, okay. But I was I had what I needed if I needed to. Yeah, which that's like I mean under three hours ish. So yeah, you can go that long without pumping. So I had um, a the car warmer that we talk about with yeah a battery operated car um bottle warmer. Sorry, not car warmer. And wait, you had a battery? Wait, do you have the baby spur? Yeah, I have that one. Okay, cool. Was well, like thought, chargeable or whatever. Yes, I thought you meant like a car version. I was like, oh, oh no no no, I had the baby brew to do the to like warm the bottle, which was great. Um, and I knew that like Big Springs halfway, pretty much between Lubbock and San Angelo. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half. And so what we had decided was that I will stop in Big Spring and I will like change diaper, do a feeding, but. My mom and my stepdad met me in Big Spring. Aww. Yeah, because my stepdad's from there. So, like, but they met me there, and they were, like, put my mom in the car with me. Oh, good. So that if someone needed to sit in the back with him, yeah, we could. Like, that's what we did for that. So, I mean, like, it was solo for an hour and a half. But I definitely was, like, since I knew I was going to be, like, by myself for the first hour and a half, I scheduled it around, like... I'm going to like give him a bottle and he's going to go to sleep yeah. and we're going to get on the road and that's what we're going to do. So I had to have like everything packed and ready beforehand. Yeah. But I will say that's the trip that I mentioned in our like breast pump, breastfeeding pumping episode that uh-huh. I was like, when we got home, I like threw the baby to my mom and was like, I have to pump. I'm about to die. Like yeah. it was a whole situation, but, um, yeah. So he was, that was in October. He was like a little over three months. 
which really means he was only one month old. Yeah. Adjusted age. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and then we stayed a couple of days there, and then my mom traveled. So coming home, my mom and my stepdad did followed me to Big Spring, okay. and then I did the last half by myself. That's and nice. we had stopped in Big Spring because my stepdad's mother lives there. Mm-hmm. And then my stepsister lives in Midland. So she came to meet us so that oh, people nice. could kind of like meet and see Asher. Um, but we were like very picky about who got to see him and touch him and hold him. Yeah. Because he was a preemie. And because this is like COVID time and everything right. else. But yeah. yeah. So um, that was our first trip. And it... It really was good, but it's just, like, crazy how, like, going from, like, Lubbock to San Angelo is, like, a straight shot. It's yeah. so easy. It's two and a half hours. Like, psh, that's two TV shows. Like, whatever. But then, like, whenever you have a newborn, it's yeah a whole our So, different. that first trip we did, it was Bailey and I and the twins. And we only at, ended up adding, like, 30 minutes onto the trip because... That's really impressive. Well, again, it's when they sleep all the time. Well, so, it's yeah, so much true. easier. So we stopped halfway, like after two and a half hours, and changed their diaper, fed them their bottle, got back on the road, and finished the drive. I remember calling my parents, too, and we were like, okay, they're going to be screaming when we pull up because they're going to be hungry, so we need you to be like at, at the curb waiting to grab them out of the car. And they were, and it worked out, and it was fine. Um, but since that first one, I mean, gosh, we have gone... Like, we ended up doing that trip to the mountains. We went to the Texas beach. Uh, we've gone to my parents numerous Which times. Which Texas beach from here is? Like, eight hours. Yeah. How long did it, that take y'all? Well, okay, I'll get into that here in a second. Okay. But that was, like, kind of the solo, like, all around Texas I had to uh. do. Um, but, yeah, we did that. We drove to... My parents and I, over Christmas break, we drove to Memphis, Tennessee with the babies I and knew with that, the yeah. bowl game. Um, I mean, yeah, we've taken lots of trips, so we have traveled a lot. I have traveled a lot with the twins. Um, Via car. Yes. we have. And been, I feel like y'all have traveled a lot as far as different places. Like, when I travel, I'm mostly going to the same place every time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And we, I mean, just living 20 minutes outside of, like, the city, I guess. Um, they're kind of used to their car seat. We do have to, like, get in the car a lot. Um, and we just wanted to, like, I don't know. Bailey and I, before we had kids, loved to travel. And we knew it was something we wanted to do with, like, as a family. And so we just said, like, we're going to do it from day one. Which, we've done all these things in the car. We have not taken a plane ride yet, which we're going to talk about later. Um, but that is on our like little bucket list as a family, I guess. So, yeah, that's how old our babies and Katie's babies were, or baby, were on the first trip. Um, so, the next question I have seen a lot, too, is like, do you plan around their schedule? Yeah, do you plan around the schedule? How do you plan around the schedule? All of that stuff. So what we do is they, the twins typically sleep in the car. So hands down, we know they're going to sleep in the car. We just automatically assume that that night after traveling, they're not going to sleep great. Like our right. expectations are low. I mean, they're they're babies. Like, you know, you can't expect well, them to sleep in the that- car and then sleep during the night. Too. No, and like anything that throws them off, like 
it's just gonna throw them off. Like, yeah. It's just, so you just have life. to be able to adapt first of all, and then it's second like of number, all, number one, like as a parent, advice yeah. for parents, yeah, adapt. Um, but we do try to feed or leave around like feeding schedules, I guess. So we do too. When they first like their first trip and all that stuff, like, well, I'm really still. We will feed them the bottle and then put them in the car seat for their nap. And that's when we go. And it honestly used to be a lot easier. Now that they have their three meals a day, um, it's gotten a little harder because so spring break, we went on like a six hour road trip, but we had to stop numerous times because we had to feed them their bottle. They would nap and then we had to stop again so that we could feed them lunch and then they would nap and then we had to stop again to feed them a bottle and it, I mean, it's just a lot harder now because they're eating like all the time since they're having solids. But before they start solids, traveling is not that bad, I will say. Yeah, I think like when they're just on bottle, it's a lot simpler. Oh, yeah. Which you never like, I don't know, you don't feel like you would say that. But once you start adding food into the mix, life does get a little harder. It definitely does. I mean, that's a whole nother talk show. But right. Um, yeah, so I still, to this day, like, you know, Asher's been eating those three meals for a while. So I am, I usually try to leave like right after he's been fed. Yeah. Cause I just, if he's awake, fine, he's awake, but he honestly doesn't hate his car seat and he just chills. Um, whenever he was one we got him a Kindle Fire, mm-hmm. and I do use it on road trips, and it does seem to help. Yeah, having like Coco Melon downloaded or a Disney movie or whatever. Um, most of the time, though, he does sleep. There's been a couple of times where he's been awake like the whole time, and I have to make like a quick <clears throat> pit stop to just get him like out of the car for a second or yeah, whatever. But um. I mean, he's honestly been pretty easy. But, yeah, I do try to, like, feed and then leave. So, that either means we're leaving right after breakfast or we're leaving right after lunch. Preferably, I like to leave right after lunch because I know for sure he'll sleep the entire time. Yeah. Because that's right after lunch is his nap time. That's his yeah. one nap time. Two and a, Like, if I'm going to San Angelo, that's a two-and-a-half-hour drive. He's going to sleep the whole way. Yeah. So, um... But there has been times where I've left right after breakfast and he hasn't slept and is just like chilled. Yeah. So it's whatever. But yes, it's always hard getting him down the night after traveling. Yeah. 100%. Um, what was the longest? Okay, so I was just thinking about that. The longest trip we've been on. So to my parents' In house. In the car. Yeah. To my parents' house is about like five hours. Um, I'm trying to think of like when we went further places. So that was probably the furthest until probably the Memphis trip over Christmas break. Um, which I think earlier you said spring break. Well, oh wait, no. The Memphis trip was Christmas break. How far was that? Um, that was like seven hours ish, but no Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was the longest trip. 
that was, so that was my like big tour to Texas. <laughs> we like literally went all over. Um, so our next question too is kind of about like traveling solo with your kids and this ties in both. So I had one of my best friends from high school. She, um, had a baby too and her and her husband like moved far away from home. And so we had like a, instead of like a baby shower, we did like a sip and see thing after the baby was here over Thanksgiving break because they were going to be here. And I was one of the hostesses, so I had to go home for that. And Bailey still had to work, so he couldn't go with me. So he, for Thanksgiving, we went to the beach, the Texas beach with his parents. And he ended up riding with them. Well, I had to go back home first to go to the sip and see. So I drove back home with the baby. So I did like that five-hour drive, which I had done one other time before on my own also at this point. So it was fine. But I drove to my parents, which was like, again, five hours. And then stayed, we got there Friday night, stayed Saturday and Sunday, I think it was Sunday. Sunday we drove to Houston from their house. So that was like four hours. And we had some like family friends because I was trying to make it to the beach. But from my parents to the beach was too far for me to go by myself. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do a pit stop. And we have some family friends that live in Houston. So we went there instead. So did a four hour drive there, stayed the night Sunday night, and then got up Monday and drove the rest of the way. And that was like from, I think it was like three and a half hours from Houston to the Texas beach we were going to, because Port Aransas, that's where we go. And um, yeah, so that was like, I did all of that by myself with the babies. But then on our way home from the beach to Lubbock, it's like eight hours. And so that is definitely the longest drive that but we've ever done. But Bailey was with you? Yes, Bailey was with me for the way home. And it it's an eight hour distance. Did it take longer with the twins? Yes. Again, I mean, they were like right at six months and we had just started solids then, but we weren't doing solids like consistently. Like we, we were just doing dinner at that point and we would do it like every other day or like every few days, you know, at least two to three times a week, something like that. And so those traveling days, we like didn't do the solids because they just slept the whole time. You know what I, I mean? I know. Like and I'm, I'm literally asking because we're supposed to go out on like a family vacation. Mm-hmm. With like all my step siblings and everything to Galveston this summer. Yeah. And I am like still trying to make the decision if we should drive or fly. Okay. So this spring break, we went to Wimberley, which is the hill country area of Texas. And it was a six hour. Well, if you map it from like here to there, it was like a six hour drive. It took us seven hours with the twins, if maybe seven and a half, because again, they eat solids now. And so we stopped three times. We stopped to feed them a bottle. We stopped to, well, no, maybe it was only twice because we stopped to feed them lunch and then we stopped to feed them their bottle. And then when we got there, it was like dinner time. It was a little past dinner time actually, but because they had slept, they like didn't really notice. Um, so yeah, but you just like, 
have to be prepared to stop a lot if they're eating that much. Which, Ugh. but at the same time, once they're a little older, they can eat in their car seat. Yeah, I know. That's and you don't the have thing. to be it's as like worried he's about. Not it. at the age yet where he can do that. So I'm just like, Bleh. yeah, like there's. I don't know. Yeah, because Reese doesn't mind driving because he's a freaking truck driver. Yeah. So he's like, whatever. I drive. He's literally like, I drive 14 hours a day every day. Yeah. So like that's fine. Care. But he's like, it's going to take at least that long to get to where we're going. He was like, I feel like because we're going to have to stop so much. So we're just like trying to decide. Um, I, f- I mean, I feel like Asher could eat his snacks and stuff I feel like we could probably do it. Because I also want to like be, I want to have the things I need for the beach. Yeah. Which I can't take on a plane. Yeah. And then I want to be able to have a vehicle. Right. And if I fly, I'm going to have to like send his car seat Which, and rent a car and the a whole travel thing. tip is there are some companies that do like rent like you can rent stuff i did not know that um yeah there's a baby quip is like a company that is like all over the country that like wherever you're going you just like contact them and you can rent like a pack and play and you know just like things like a high chair i think they even have like toys like things like that that you can rent that way you don't have to like haul everything with you that's amazing because yeah. we we have flown and we'll talk about that in a second, but having to fly. Well, and I don't know where y'all are staying, but over spring break, like I said, we went down to Wimberley and the Airbnb we stayed at, they actually had a high chair and pack and play. And it was like in the description of the Airbnb that they provided that stuff. Oh my gosh. I'll have to check because yeah, we so. are taking, <clears throat> I don't think it's an it might be an air. It's one of those types of places. Yeah. Though. So I would check to see if they have anything or like, so over MLK weekend, my parents and, um, my family, we all went to the mountains and went skiing and we stayed in like some condos and the condo, like property management company, you could rent stuff like that from like, but the, also like, like they had a pack and play smart. stuff like that. Oh Yeah. So like smart. those people should do that. Yes. Um. But anyways, uh, what was it? We talked about so solo travel. Um. Longest car trip. Okay. Pumping while you travel and like milk storage. So did you just like? Well, that made me think real quick before we get into that. Um. When I am by myself, I do feed them both. Obviously, like I don't just feed one baby. <laughs> What? Um, right? No, I'm just kidding. No, I do feed them both. Um, I sit in the backseat, lock my doors, and feed, um, which I haven't had to do it now that they're doing solids, but with bottle, I feed one in the car seat and I hold the other. And I actually have a video of that, like, on my um, Instagram that I can share to ours so you can see. Um, but, yeah, I mean, other than that, with, like, traveling solo, I just, just always hold, like safety wise I always have my keys in my hand to make sure I can lock the car I'm always that's one of the reasons I keep the twins like on the like I have one in the middle and one on the side like I don't have the middle seat open where I have to go to each side of the car like I can get both of them from one side because it makes me feel safer um but yeah a lot of like twin safety things that people may or may not think of I don't know um is things like that. So, yeah. I also, um, like, always have my keys um, in my hand. I never, uh, well, I won't say never, one time 
I went to like the back of a parking lot. Like in a, like an abandoned kind of parking lot, uh-huh. like at the whatever. And then afterwards I was like, I should not do that because it yeah. would be very simple for someone to come up and like no one would notice. Yeah. So like, even though I'm pumping, even though I'm whatever, even though I'm changing his diaper, maybe if you're breastfeeding, like whatever, I would do it in a well-populated area. That and... And if you're in your car and someone has a problem with it, um, they can get over it because yeah. you need to be safe. And then also like, you know, I had to stop in... Um, a very small town to feed Asher. I was like, we're going to stop at the McDonald's. I'm going to get you some chicken nuggets. And I sat in the back seat with him while he ate his chicken nuggets and the car was on, but I like made sure I like double checked. Everything was locked. Yeah. That's how, that's what I do every time with the twins is I, um, like have the keys in the ignition and the car started and everything, but I have all the doors locked and, um, I'm in, like, a parking spot near the front, under a light, if it's at night, you know, all those things. And, uh, gosh, there was something else I was going to say with that. Abandoned parking lots. Well, I always, like, try to go towards the front, but I can't remember what else I was Breastfeeding, pumping? Um, I mean, I have gone to, like, the back of, like, public parking lots to do that, but I've also done it out in the open, so... Um, I don't know. I can't remember. But, okay, so speaking of pumping, the next question is, like, pumping while traveling. So, again, I've said it in the last couple episodes, I think. Multiple episodes and we've talked about Yeah, it. I mean, almost every episode. The LV pumps, hands down <laughs> worth it, in my opinion. Get them. Or the willows. I haven't personally tried the willows, but... Yeah, I can't vouch for the willows. concept. So. The, really, the big difference between them and the LV is the LV uses, like, bottles for the milk, whereas the willow, you, like, have bags that it pumps into. Um, but same concept. You like put it in your bra, cordless, hands-free, all of that. Um, basically if you see me driving around town, I'm probably pumping. Um, all the time. That's like my go-to pumping time, especially with twins and us She's living literally like outside pump of time. When she leaves my house. Yeah. Um, I pumped on the way here. I'm going to pump on the way home all the time. <laughs> Anytime I go anywhere, that's like my thing. Um, so yeah, I do that. And then. Typically, um, if I have to like pull over for a second to take the pumps out, put them in my cooler, anything like that, I will. Um, but I do have a cooler, like my pump bag with me that I use to store the milk and my pumps and all of that. Um, and then I, okay. But also your spectra, the thing you told me that I did not know. Okay. Yeah. So we've done lots of different things with the traveling. I used to like pump right before it was time for them to feed. So I'd pump and then like have it out, make their bottles with what I pumped and then feed them that. Um, With my supply changing here and there, then I would pump like just after they ate, put it in their fridge or in the cooler, whatever, warm it up for the next one. And so I use the baby brews, um, what's it called? Portable warmer, which again, battery, right? Yes. Or well, it's not about, well, I mean, I I don't know. You charge it. You charge it. Yeah. You charge it. And, um, if you want to buy one, you can use the discount code twin mama 15, like M A M A mama, I think is what my code is. Um, that'll get your discount. Because the baby brews is like literally the only good. It's the only portable charger. It's the only portable charging, like and it has adapters that come with it that will fit any, any bottle, bottle type, yeah. And it will warm anything up. Like it's literally, 
I just don't understand why there's not one. Why there, oh, I know. Same why there's why not, there not a million kinds. It's basically like a hot plate for a bottle, kind of. But it's, um, it's but it works. so great. Yeah, so, so we did that one. for the, um, like when we supplement with formula, which that long road trip I did by myself, that was like kind of soon after I had my appendectomy and my supply had dropped a lot. And so we were supplementing with formula quite a bit more then. And so I would bring, um, I've shared it on my Instagram before, but it's called the Mista bottle, like M I S S T A. And, um, it's like basically just like a, what is it? Stainless steel, aluminum. I don't know what they are. Metal like water bottle that holds, um, water obviously, but you like make it warm and then there's a button on top and it tells you if it's too cold or too hot for your baby or if it's like right on the right temperature and so I would bring that when I would travel too to make formula for their bottles if I had to supplement um so that was a good thing that I would use like pumping wise but then so what Katie was talking about is my spectra so a few weeks ago in our pumping episode (laughs) we shared the picture of me like half asleep totally asleep I don't know in the car pumping between the twins which on a I road feel trip. like every mom saw that picture and was like yep same yeah same but yeah actually my husband took that picture while we were driving one time on I th- think that was like our first road trip actually it was on our way back I think um and you know what that was before I had my LV pumps that's why I had my spectra but the spectra I have and I can never remember if it's the S1 or the S2 but it's the blue one, not the pink one. That's okay. like the difference between the two. The blue one um, is like battery operated. Like you don't, like it doesn't have to be plugged into the wall. It does have like the wires and cords and the big machine. So it's not like cordless put in your bra, but it can be wireless. And so I had that in the car and it was just fully charged. So I didn't have to um, have a charger or anything. Katie was asking me, she was like, well, how did you like yeah, I thought, operate it? Because I know that there are like car adapters. Yeah. But I know that a lot of the times whenever you use a car adapter with your like main pump that it's not as strong. Like it's just, yeah. it takes like twice as long to pump, which I never got a car ad- adapter yeah and never used one like I would just take my LVs with me but honestly I really never traveled far enough to have to like yeah worry about it oh my gosh that was (laughs) but yes the blue spectra is battery operated and you can pump like on the go with it so that's what I used then now I just use the LVs again um and like literally if you see me driving I'm pumping um, no, so uh, we went on a family trip in, at the end of July, so July 2021, uh-huh. which would have been right after Asher turned one. Mm-hmm. And I was flying to Colorado to see my stepsister. Mm-hmm. So I did not have to deal with like the milk issue of traveling mm-hmm. because... I was not pumping anymore. Yeah. I mean, I do know that there's a lot of things you have to go through. I have heard that you can bring formula and breast milk on the plane no problem. You just need to make sure you look up the rules for whatever airline you're flying and, like, make sure you follow it. But 
they mostly I've have to that, test it. I would say, really? They test it all. Oh, wow. Well, I've seen that they're very, like, accommodating with it. They are very accommodating. I mean, depending on the airline, but... They are, but you... Um, yeah, you're, you can bring breast milk and formula on an airplane and your breast pump and all the things, but they're, they're gonna test that milk. So you just need to be prepared. Do they drink it or what? (laughs) I think they have like a test strip or something. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah. No, they are like, let me take a sip. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I don't really know how they test it, but I, I know that they, they do. Also. Okay. Now I'm going to go fly. In the next month, so I can test this out for y'all and let you know. Yeah, you need to because I thankfully didn't have to go through all that because thinking about them having to test my milk and stuff seemed like very overwhelming to me. But like, yeah, people do it all the time and they're fine. So there's that. Also, um, so I just took like all his cups and things empty, and once we got through security, like I went and bought some milk or water or whatever and dumped it into his cup um I will say that I was flying by myself with Asher but I did meet up with my stepsister to like help me so that was nice to have help because I honestly like I could have done it like my sisters were like you could have done it by yourself it just would have been difficult because like having a stroller plus my bag plus my carry-on Plus the pack and play. Right. Plus the car seat. Like, I don't know how I would have even got carried. Yeah. Like, all my things into the airport. Like, it was it was just Which I will say, lot. that's why so many people say the Duna is so nice. Because it's like the car seat stroller in one. Which, obviously, isn't really an option for twins. I mean, yes, I could get two. But, like. That doesn't help me at all. <laughs> no. Myself too to push. Yeah. Um. But for one baby, I've heard that's like amazing for traveling. Yeah. So we were traveling to Colorado from Midland actually, which is like not that bad of a flight. You know, it's like three hours maybe. Mm. And so it honestly, Asher was right after a year. He was fantastic. That's amazing. He slept the entire way there. That's so good. Did you feed him at takeoff? Because that's what I've heard that you would do, and like that's what my plan is to do. Yes. So take that does help, but I didn't because before we took off, like he had kind of fallen asleep. Uh huh. So I was like, forget it. I'm not gonna try to do anything. But yeah, they do say like if you can feed him at takeoff, or if it's like a toddler. So, like, if we ever do it again, give them, like, a sucker. So that it helps with the ear popping. Yeah. Yes. And then the same thing with landing. Yeah. But I will say, I was, like, I mean, I really just, like, lucked out. Yeah. He slept the entire way to Colorado and also the entire way back. That's so I mean, awesome. it was insane. Like, I was super lucky. I will say... Um, there's a couple of things. So I did not know, like you're going to, I like had the biggest freak out. Uh Actually, I had like PTSD from the night before Reese and I left for our honeymoon. Uh I didn't have our passports, correct? (gasps) Like I looked at my passport and it said I was a male. 
Oh, no. Did I not ever tell you that? No. Yeah, my passport that, said no, I was I a man. Never. Yeah. So I had to, like, just go to the Dominican Republic as a man on my passport, and nobody ever stopped me or said anything. Okay, that's shocking. I can't believe you did that. I mean, what else was I going to do? We were leaving the next day. Yeah, so crazy. the day before we're getting ready to leave for Colorado, my one of my stepsisters is like, okay, great. Do you have his birth certificate? And I was like, no. Oh, gosh. Because you have to go pick that up from the hospital. Well, I mean, not from the hospital. You have to go pick that up from the, like, downtown. Like, they don't yeah, send it to you. You never did that? No. Uh, <laughs> Why? I don't know. They told me to. Well, I actually had to because, okay, random sign now. I'm Native American, and to get them enrolled in the tribe for all the benefits, I um, had to send all that. And so, that's why we did. But Yeah, no. So. That's hilarious. Then I was like, oh, my God. I'm not going to be able to fly with my child because his flight is free till he's two. Right. So then they were like, here, I call the airline and they're like, does he look like he's under two? And I'm like, yeah, yes. no, he's a preemie. He can't yeah. even walk. And they're like, cool. So they're not, they were like, you're probably going to be fine. Yeah. Like nobody's going to ask you for it unless they look like they're close to two. Yeah. And then they're going to ask for it. So I know like. For this next trip, that family vacation I was talking about, if we do end up flying, like, he will be free still because he's not due. But, like, I need his birth certificate for that one. Right. Because, like, now he's walking and, like, they may not know, like, is he two or is he not. So, just a side note about that. Like, I did all the research, but not that one. I will say (laughs) flying Southwest, um, which, I mean, we love Southwest. Yeah. They're the best. Um, his car seat flew free. Yeah, I think all or most airlines car seat and strollers do, and you can like gate check. And so, because Southwest is like two bags free mm-hmm. automatically, and car seat is free, I flew his pack and play as a bag. Okay. So like, I was able to fly my bag, his pack and play, and his car seat all for free. Oh, good. So I did not have to pay for any of that. Which was really easy and simple and great. But I think it's also great to know about that company. Baby Quip, yes. In case there's a airline that doesn't do that. Because that's amazing. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. I think really when you travel with babies, you just have to go with the flow, obviously. And, I mean, plan if you can. But if you can't, then just do, do what you will. And just expect that first night, like... Don't have high expectations. Don't. And I know you want to have a good time, but hopefully... Don't plan any, like, excursions, anything crazy that next day. Like, maybe save it for the, like, second or third day so that they can, like, get into the routine of being somewhere new. Oh, 100%. Like, going to Colorado, Asher was so thrown off because, like, the time difference... Right. Plus travel, plus being in a new place. It was, like, every single... One of my step-siblings, which I have four. Mm-hmm. No, I have five. I have five step-siblings. Yeah. Plus all their kids. There was a lot going on. And right. so, it was really hard a lot of the time, especially at nighttime. Because it's just like a new environment, a new thing. But I will say, like, if you are traveling with your family and there's people around you saying, I'll take them, I'll do it, let me help. Yeah. Just let him. <laughs> yeah. Just let him. Like, 
all my step siblings are like, my kids aren't that little anymore. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it all day long. You go sit down. You go relax. Like, I remember one time in Colorado, I was, like, crying. Yeah. And I was crying because I was worried that he was disrupting everybody else. Yeah. And it was stressing me out because I was worried it was stressing other people out and all the things. And my sister was like, nobody cares. Yeah. He's a baby. Nobody cares. It's fine. Hand him off. Hand him off to me. I will take him. You can go to somewhere where you can't hear him and you need to go to sleep. Yeah. Like, it's fine. So, like, let them do that whenever they offer. Yes. Um, And then, I guess, really, just, like, the last thing we wanted to talk about is, like, the travel items that are good. Um, First, I will say that I do have an Amazon storefront and I have a whole list for traveling with babies where I've, like, linked a ton of the stuff we use. Um, so I'll link it on the Instagram too, um, for you to check out, but really like the big things is I kind of already talked about a lot of the like pumping stuff, but like your pumps, cooler bottles, bottle warmers, formula stuff, you know, all of that obviously is a big thing. Um, sleeping arrangements that makes it as close to home as possible. So we always bring like our sound machine monitor, um, you know, pack in place, whatever. And then like sleep sacks or swaddle, you know, whatever they're in at their age. We always bring that stuff. Um, same. And our Nanit is really good because we bought that extra stand that goes with it. That's called like the anywhere stand. Uh huh. And so all I have to do is like hook up to whoever's Wi-Fi oh, yeah. is at the house and it's a done deal. And, and it also, the Nanit has a nightlight. A sound machine and all those things on it. That's nice. So actually the lollipop does too. They have like the sound machine and that's like the one we use for travel too. And it is Wi-Fi, which sometimes I thought like maybe we shouldn't bring like a Wi-Fi one when traveling. But if you're going somewhere that has Wi-Fi, then it's fine. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's fine. But so all of those things. Uh, one thing with the pumps that I don't think I mentioned is to clean them on the go. I have mentioned this wipes. in another episode, but those pump wipes, like those are my lifesavers when we're traveling Especially and I'm pumping. On the go. Um, and then snacks. I mean, once they're in solids slash toddlers, just have all the food. Like I that's mean, gonna make even them the happiest. From the time they were like six months, they well, not even six months, maybe a little bit older, but by ten months, I was taking, you know, like the teething crackers or puffs or oh yeah I always have the teething crackers in our bag and then anytime we go anywhere um I try to bring like fruit or vegetables or I don't know just something like doesn't necessarily have to be refrigerated if it does I throw it in my cooler um I don't know just like easy snacks and you can take food through airport security yes you can so like take everything you need I mean I had all the freaking snacks yeah. Ready to go for Asher, especially for that plane ride. But yeah. he ended up sleeping. I don't know if it was like the sound from the airplane or what. But Well, speaking of sound, one last little tip trick. Um, the twins, whenever they were younger and upset and wouldn't stop crying, our go-to was Amazing Grace by Carrie Underwood. We would put that on and after being on for a few seconds they would go back to sleep or stop crying at least and it was like a godsend literally 
Um, we still do it every now and then, but yeah. So like, if you have a favorite song, make yeah. sure you have that. Um, I will say I mentioned that Cody kind of was like getting over her car seat. The thing that helped us like get her to stop crying on our last trip is Bailey and I like both like burst out into song and she stopped. That's right, you do. So yeah, you, when you have to sing, you sing. When you That's have to right. dance, you dance. When you you know you do all the things for yeah, your kids. Yeah, you're like the monkey for your children. Yeah, and so we would just start singing and she would stop. So that's what we did. You just find something and make it work. Yeah, same thing as Ashley. Um, for all the. Th- things that you need. I will say that we got a Kindle fire when Asher was one and it was solely for car trips. Like, um, do I pull it out every now and then at a restaurant? Yes, but that's an emergency situation. So we have a Kindle fire. You can set those to like a, um, I can't remember the setting, but it basically makes the screen look orange because it takes out the blue light. Interesting. Yeah. So Reese and I just call it like the orange setting, but it's in settings and it has to do with the display and you can make it to where it takes the blue light out for them. And then I always have the brightness turned all the way down and I download whatever he likes from Netflix or Disney plus or whatever. And I will put that on in the car. Um, if we do go in the plane this summer, he will have to be wearing headphones. I did not take the Kindle fire for Colorado even though we had it because my I knew my one-year-old baby who wasn't even walking yet who's yeah. basically like a 10-month-old baby wasn't gonna wear headphones um but I will say that the Kindle virus really saved us in a lot of car situations I, that made me think I did see a trick somewhere I don't remember what it is so I'll have to find it and then post it on our Instagram but there's a way to like lock your phone when you're like playing like if you went to YouTube yep. to play something for your kid you can lock it where they can't like swipe out of it and exit out Mm -hmm. which is a good little tip to know yeah and the kindle fire will actually on netflix it will lock the screen but it's not an option for the disney plus app which is really annoying but anyways um the other thing you've um the mista bottle is something you always make sure that you have yes and the bottle warmer yeah but honestly just making sure you have everything in case you know, like in your carry-on, have an extra change of clothes. Have yeah those things, extra guess, wipes well, and things in, in case you need them. Too, I mean, depending how long the trip is, I like typically go with our diaper bag with at least six diapers in our diaper bag because I mean that's I have two kids, so that's three diaper changes. Which I'm like, okay, surely they're not going to need that. Surely, many. but you never know. But for a plane, I was just thinking, like, in your carry-on, yeah, make sure you have enough stuff to get your baby through right? in case your luggage gets lost. Yeah. You can wear the same crap all the time. You can do whatever, but, like, make sure you have whatever you need. And then, like, whenever you get to where you're going, there will be a store. Yeah. So, like, also, that's another thing I have to say. I always stress about not having this or that or whatever else. But then I'm like, there is a store where I'm going. Yeah. If I forget something, I can go to the freaking store. I will say, as a mom, I now have in my car, like, wipes at all times. Yeah, I have, like, a little caddy in my car that has wipes, diapers. I have, like, trash bags. I have paper towels. Stuff like I have, like, a blanket. Yeah, I have, like, I have, like, a regular towel. Yeah, I have all kinds of, like, stuff ready for me. Disinfectant wipes. 
all the things ready yeah. for on the go, which I think is a really great plan. So, um, honestly, I really feel like that's it. Yeah. I think the last travel. thing was really just like, is it worth it for me? Yes. Um, I think that's definitely like situational and depends on the person. Um, if traveling is like something you and your family like to do, then yes, I think do it. Go, Go for, for it. it. I mean, and if you don't like it, then don't do it again. You know, but if it, I mean, Ashley definitely travels more. I definitely have like a go with the flow personality and I don't, but you like to travel and you've done it. Yeah. And and I worked out and I have, and like, we're going to go, but, but if it's not good for your mental health, don't do it. It's fine. You'll, but it's also just like, I don't travel as much because like all of our family's like very close. Yes. Which ours is not. so. So we don't really need to unless it's like for family vacations but definitely just like do what works for you yeah and being prepared you know extra clothes extra things all the things and again we'll tag the resources we kind of talked about and i will link the um my like amazon list or whatever that i have most of this stuff linked for so yeah that's it and we'll see you next time. Where's yes. your wine glass? It's right here. Cheers. Cheers. Keep on momming. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Mom Stuff Podcast. And if you like us, which we hope that you do, please rate, review, and subscribe because that would really help us out a lot. And tell all your mom friends.